Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. God bless you. Um, thank you for joining us this wonderful Sunday morning. Let's just get into what God has in store for us this Sunday morning. Let's just bow our heads wherever we are, even as we pray. Everlasting Father God in heaven, what a delight it is to be in your presence. The Bible said that even when we were yet far off, yet you still loved us and had everlasting love. For this we say thank you. Your love has been proven once again by the breath in our lungs this morning. We just want to say thank you. Lord God in heaven, at this time as we feast on your word, scripture says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Father God in heaven, speak to every heart. Mend every life. Transform every destiny. And let your name be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. As I speak, Lord, empty me of self. Speak through me, Lord, and let your name be glorified in Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things that I enjoy about being in church here with people seated is that when you say praise the Lord, you can always be guaranteed of a response. However, as I said praise the Lord now, I can't even hear whatever anyone is saying. But nonetheless, as long as Jesus is being glorified, we have no problems. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Um, the title of my sermon this morning is titled, um, Favored in the Midst of Chaos. Hallelujah. Favored in the Midst of Chaos. I mean, I don't need to overemphasize the, the season that we are in at this point in time. Because I'm sure for some of us, the moment we announce that the month of November 2020 is our month of favor, now you begin to wonder, what, what, why should I even be trusting God for favor? I mean, you can look around all that is happening and you're wondering what, I mean, favor, should that be my attention at this point in time? But my announcement to you this morning is that you are favored even in the midst of the chaos. Hallelujah. You are favored in even in the midst of the chaos. And so, um, like I said earlier on, in the course of this month, we'll begin to explore the concept of favor. What does God actually regard as favor? And how do we align ourselves to ensure that we are always on God's path? Praise the Lord. Okay? Our anchor text this Sunday morning is taken from the book of um, Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1 from verses 26 to 20. Luke chapter 1 from verses 26 to 20. And I read, okay? It says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one. Hallelujah. Rejoice, highly favored one. He said, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when, he, well, when she saw him, 
she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. I announce to you this morning that you that is watching me, you have found favor with God. Hallelujah. And now the next anchor text is from, which is our anchor text for this month. It's taken from the book of Psalms chapter 102. Psalms chapter 102 verse 13. And it says, you will, the you in this context is God. And it says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion. You can put your name there and say, you will arise and have mercy on Jeffrey. Hallelujah. For the time to favor him has come. Yes, that set time has come. Praise the Lord. Let's say it together. Although I can't hear you, but let's say it again from wherever we are. You say, you will arise and have mercy on me and my family, Jeffrey, for the time to favor him. Yes, the set time has come. If there is any time in the agenda of God to favor, that time is now. Hallelujah. Okay? And now, to begin to explore what does it mean for that set time to favor has come. And I came here and I said that one of the greatest differentiators between those who are wise and those who are not wise, or those who are discerning and those who are of, fully, of a foolish heart, is the essence of perspective. Hallelujah. I'll say it again. The difference between those who are wise and those who are not wise or those who are discerning and those who are of a foolish heart is nothing else but what? Perspective. Praise God. Perspective matters a lot in the context of God, of what God is doing. And this perspective in this context is the ability, praise God, the perspective here is the ability to interpret accurately events with respect to the will of God or what God is doing per time. Praise God. The ability to interpret events accurately with respect to the will of God or what God is doing per time. The Bible tells us in the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32, it says that of the sons of Issachar, who did what? Who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do or not. Again, like I said, perspective. Is a context of seeing, is my glass half full or is it half empty? Praise God. Yes, the world is saying that there is a pandemic, and rightly so. But the question is, are you seeing it as your set time for favor? Praise God. Because remember I said that the difference between the wise and the unwise is the ability to gain perspective of the time and seasons one or one may be at, at, at any point in time with respect to what God is doing. 
And the Bible tells us that of the sons of Issachar, that the reason these guys were distinguished amongst the sons of Israel was the fact that they did what? They understood the times and they knew what Israel ought to do. Which takes me to the next point, that for every time there is a perspective, there is always an instruction of what to do. I'll say it again. With perspective always comes an instruction of what to do. It is the obedience of this that results in the desired result. Hallelujah. Whenever we gain the right perspective, with that perspective comes with an instruction. And is by virtue of you and I obeying that instruction of what God is asking for us that will bring about the desired results. Hallelujah. I'll give you a case in point. The Bible says that David and his men went to war and they came back only to find out that they had been plundered by the Philistines. They had taken their wives and their children. They have taken their properties. And the Bible said that the men of war who went to war with David were all even considering to stone him to death. Praise God. Because imagine, I have gone to war with you. I have sacrificed and put my life at risk only to come back and realize that the things that mattered to me most had been taken away from me. And so the question is, it is natural for human beings to find who to blame. Praise God. Because whenever there is a chaos, it's almost like as if human beings find comfort in pointing to somebody and saying, you are responsible for what is going on currently in my life. Praise God. And so for that reason, the men of God or the men of war were blaming David. And remember I said, perspective always comes with an instruction of what to do. But David had the right perspective. And so the Bible said that what? David encouraged himself in the Lord. And by virtue of that encouragement, he began to ask. Remember I said, perspective always comes with an instruction. And then he went to seek God and was asking, Lord, shall I pursue and shall I overtake them? Will I recover all? And then the instruction came and said, pursue, overtake, for you shall surely recover all. Hallelujah. Again, I want us to bear it or etch it in our hearts that when we have the right perspective, then we gain the understanding needed to do what we need to do. And so sometimes what people may be calling chaos is God's introduction to your destiny. Praise God. What People may be calling a pandemic is what God is saying. Actually, this is that season for lifting. But perhaps you don't understand what the subject of favor is. We begin to look at what does it truly mean? Or what does this favor look like? Hallelujah. What does favor look like? What does favor look like? Praise God. What does favor look like? Okay? Now... I said here that it is the lack of perspective resulting to poor interpretation of events and seasons has been the reason why many have lost out on destiny. I'll say it again. The lack of perspective resulting to poor interpretation of events and seasons has been the reason 
why many people have lost out on destiny. Another good example is the parable of the talents. The Bible says here that a man was going to a far country and he gave one five. He gave one three and he gave one one. But you see, the one with one lacked perspective. And for that reason, he lost out on destiny. Because the Bible said that what? He who has, what he has will be taken away from him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay? And so we see here that perspective is very vital. Perspective is very vital. Yes, the world is saying that there is a coronavirus pandemic. But have you made effort to find out, God, what is your perspective for this season for my life? Praise God. Yes, the world may be saying, oh, it's all doom and gloom. There is an economic crisis looming around the corner. But have you taken time, just like David, to inquire of the Lord and wonder, Lord, what is your perspective? What are you saying per time? Because the Bible said that on the children of Issachar, they understood the times and they knew what Israel ought to do. And so, my news flash to you is this. If you don't know what to do in this season, perhaps you're lacking the right perspective. Praise the Lord. If you don't know what you ought to be doing now, perhaps you lack the right perspective of this season. Because for those who know what to do, there are those who would make the best of the season. Hallelujah. Remember, we are looking at favor in the midst of a crisis. And so the question now is, what is favor? Hallelujah. What is favor? What is favor? And what does it mean to be favored? Hallelujah. Okay? What is favor? Now, biblically speaking, we understand that favor is synonymous to grace. Praise God. Because even the Bible scholars regard grace as an unmerited favor. Hallelujah. It says favor is the grace of God or the blessings of God or the resultant effect of the interest of God or his hand upon an individual. Praise God. The resultant effect of an interest of God in the life of an individual will always result in favor. Hallelujah. But again, what then does it mean to be favored? Hallelujah. What then does it mean to be favored? And I said here that to be favored is to be preferred or to be chosen above others, most, above other more seemingly qualified persons, thereby proving that the basis for being chosen is not on account of any personal effort but solely on account of God being involved in the life of an individual. Praise God. In other words, when you begin to look at the basis for one being chosen, it is not because of what they did, but on account of God being present in the life of that person. Hallelujah. Because the reality of it is, if you are chosen on account of your beauty, 
if you're chosen on account of your competence, if you are chosen on account of your ability, if you're chosen on account of your qualifications, allow me to say that that is not favor, but it is merit. Praise God. And with merit comes labor. Praise God. I say it again. With merit comes labor. Hallelujah. Because when you look all through scriptures, every time the Bible mentions that someone was favored, it was not because of anything they did. I'll give you an example. The anchor text we read in the book of Luke chapter 1, 26 to 30, tells us clearly that an angel was sent to Mary. But the question was, what did Mary do to warrant that God in looking for virgins, because Mary was not the only virgin on the earth, but yet God found her womb worthy to carry the Messiah. Hallelujah. And that is why when the angel Gabriel came to her, she said, and he said, thou art favored amongst women. In other words, amongst all the women existing, I found you to be favored. Hallelujah. And my, prophe my prophecy to someone this morning is this. Irrespective of people who may be proven to be better than you, may the favor of God locate you where, right where you are in the name of Jesus. Because we fully understand that favor has nothing to do with my efforts. Hallelujah. The Gentiles were chosen of God even when the children of Israel were very much existing. But what did the Gentiles do? Nothing. Praise God. Joseph was chosen to be prime minister in Egypt in a land where he was not even a citizen. Praise God. Nobody ever asked, who is your father? Where is your father from? No. Protocols were broken. Why? Because the Bible says that and God was with Joseph and he favored him. Praise God. God was with Joseph and he favored him. Look at the life of Esther. Look at the life of Esther. The Bible says in the book of Esther chapter 2 verse 17. Esther 2 verse 17. It says the king loved Esther more than all other women. And she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins. So he set a royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Praise the Lord. Favor. The favor of God. Where your competence cannot take you, favor will. Where your connections cannot take you, favor will take you. Because the difference between merit and favor is, between, is, is simply the presence of God in the life of that person. Praise God. Hallelujah. So then we begin to look at what then is the nature of favor. Because we are looking at favor in the midst of a crisis. Favor in the midst of a crisis. And I say that oftentimes we judge the favor of God to be that time or season where there are no challenges or contention. Being ignorant of the fact that favor actually always happens in the midst of chaos and contention. Praise God. Every time 
favor occurs, it is because there is a contention or there is chaos around that corner. And that is why I am confident to say that even in the midst of the lockdown, even in the midst of the pandemic, the set time to favor us is now. Hallelujah. The set time to favor us is now. How do I know it? It's because whenever there is chaos, there is favor looming around the corner. What did Joseph do for God's sake? Only that his dad gave him a coat of many colors. Yet, his brothers sold him into slavery. Now, when you read the book of Genesis 39, and you begin to examine the life of Joseph, you begin to see that only reason why Joseph was preferred amongst other people around him was only because of the presence of God. Look at the anchor text we read in Luke chapter 1 from verse 26. And I'll just quickly go to verse 28. It says here that, And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. It says what? The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. Rejoice, highly favored one. Why? Because the Lord is with you. And I often say it, and it won't sound like a broken record. Life was never designed to be lived outside of God. Hallelujah. Your life was never designed to be lived in, in separation from God because in him do we live, in him do we move, in him do we have our being. And so it is only foolish for someone to say that I don't need God. The Bible said that only a fool will say in his heart, that there is no God. John 15 says, Abide in me and I in you. For without me you can do absolutely nothing. Praise God. Hallelujah. For without me you can absolutely do nothing. So what do I need to be favored? Or what is the relevance of favor? Even as I begin to conclude... Why is favor relevant in my life? Why should I make it a, a priority that in this month of November, I must enter into the favor of God? That if that is all I accomplish this month, I'm set up for life. Praise God. Why is favor so important? Number one, the Bible makes us understand that we live in a very wicked world. Hallelujah. We live in a very, very wicked world. Again, I say, what did Joseph do? Absolutely nothing. Only but to have a dream. But yet, God called him favored. And so you realize that favor, what by design was God's mechanism of ensuring that we circumvent wickedness in this world. Praise God. You know, the beauty of favor is that the wicked will want to do something, but they can't. Praise God. Why? Because I am favored of God. Hallelujah. Look at the three Hebrew boys. The Bible said in the book of Daniel chapter 1, that the three Hebrew boys, when they were examined in all manner of literature, 
No one could be like them. Why? Because God gave them an excellent spirit. Praise the Lord. It is the favor of God that guarantees the circumventing of wickedness in this world. Look at the life of Jacob. Look at the life of Jacob. In Genesis chapter 30 verse 27, look at how wicked people could be. The Bible said here, and Laban said, we know the story of Laban and Jacob. For how much Jacob served Laban, his uncle, faithfully for 14 good years, but yet nothing to show for it. And when it was time for Jacob to leave, the uncle says in the verse 27, And Laban said to him, Please stay. If I have found favor in your eyes, for I have learned by what? Experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Hallelujah. You see, many a times we equate the blessing of God with money. We equate the blessings of God with material things. However, the subject of the blessing is nothing but the presence of God in the life of any man. And that is why I say life was never designed to be lived outside God. Because if there is anything you need, if there is anyone you need, my brother, my sister, you need God. God does not need us. Because the Bible said that what? If we will not praise him, he will raise the stones to do so. After all, he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the all-sufficient God. In him, all things consist. Praise God. And the verse, and the verse 30, Genesis 30, 30. Sorry, there's an error on my slide there. The last verse, Genesis 30, 30. It says, for what you had before. This was Jacob's response to his uncle. He says, for what you had before I came was little. And it has increased a great amount. And the Lord has blessed you since my coming. And now, when shall I also provide for my own house? But yet his uncle wanted to sit on his destiny. Hallelujah. But when the favor of God came calling for Joseph... For Jacob, rather. Even when Laban tried to cheat Jacob, Jacob always had the better end of the deal. When Noah tried to cheat, sorry, when Lot tried to cheat Abraham, Abraham had the better end of the deal. The essence of favor is to circumvent the wickedness of this world. Praise God. And so you realize that when you are favored, the Bible said that what? He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies he anoints my head with oil my cup overflows because it is the presence of god in the life of any man you know the bible said that in psalm 89 it says with my servant david with my holy oil have i anointed him he says i will beat down his foe before his face Praise God. And so you realize that it is the favor of God that even amidst the company of the wicked, no evil shall come near your dwelling. Why? Because I am favored of God. I want you to declare and say, I am favored of God. Let that be your declare and say, I, I am favored of God. Praise God. Number two, 
Why do I need favor? Why do I need to be favored? Why do I need to be favored? Number two, favor is the proof of God's presence in the life of any individual. Hallelujah. You recall what, Jake, what Laban said to, to Jacob. He said, for I have seen by experience. Hallelujah. I have seen based on one or two things that has happened around me since you came. That it could have only been the presence of God. Psalms chapter 5 verse 12 says, for you, O Lord would bless the righteous with what? Favor. You will surround him as with a shield. Hallelujah. That no matter what the enemy may conspire, the shield of God remains in our lives. No matter what the enemy may concord, the Bible said that surely they will gather. But the assurance is that because their gathering is not by God, they shall surely fall for our sake. Hallelujah. Number three, why do I need to be favored? I say that favor is the cure for the frustrations of life. Praise God. Favor is the cure for the frustrations of life. I know what it means to labor and not see result. Praise God. I know what it means to work hard and yet not see result. But when favor comes calling, <laughs> when favor comes calling, the Bible said that he will restore the years, the palmer worm, the locust had eaten. Praise God. It is favor that ensures that you and I are never frustrated. Praise God. The Psalms that we read earlier, Psalm 102 verse 13, it says what? For you will have mercy. He said, for you will arise and have mercy. Because if not for the mercy of God, we are sure to be consumed. We are sure to be overtaken by evil. We are sure to labor and not see result. You know, a man of God, I once heard him say, he said that the grace of God, in other words, the favor of God, would color your efforts and cover your errors. Praise God. I'll say it again. That the favor of God would color your efforts and cover your errors. That's why when you do something little, God amplifies it. And people are wondering, wow, how could you have accomplished this? It is only but by the faith. Ask anybody that's favored of God. They will tell you that I myself, I can't even explain it. You know, a lady sang a song and she said that you make the little things that I do seem like big things. It is the favor of God. And that is why you and I must cry out for the favor of God. That Lord, you just must favor me in this month of November. Praise God. Hallelujah. And finally, why do I need the favor of God? And my answer is, it is your right in Christ. Praise God. It is your birthright in Christ. Favor is the heritage of the saints. The Bible says here in the book of Revelation chapter 5 verse 12. Revelation chapter 5 verse 12. It says, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who, is, who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. 
That blessing is equivalent to the favor of God. Favor is my right and your right in Christ. And so perhaps you have gone through frustrations. Perhaps you are a victim of the persistent wickedness of this world. Allow me to say the set time to favor you has come. Amen. But like I said earlier, when there is a perspective, there is always an instruction of what to do. And what must you do to partake of this favor? You must first accept Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. And so perhaps you have lived life in isolation of God. Perhaps you have quarantined yourself from the presence of God. Allow me to introduce this Jesus to you. He is the one who can wipe your tears and no tear will return again. He is the one who came to give you beauty for ashes, joy for mourning, the oil of gladness for the spirit of heaviness. But if only you will accept him as your Lord and your Savior. If you want to accept him, why don't I pray with you, even as you say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me. And on the cross of Calvary, you rose again. I acknowledge myself to be a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Even as I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. In Jesus' mighty name, I've prayed. If you have said this prayer with me this afternoon, allow me to say congratulations. Welcome into the family of the victorious. For those of us who joined us last night, I said, for us as believers, we don't wrestle for victory. We wrestle to take back the victory that originally belongs to us. And so allow me to say, welcome home. Heaven is rejoicing for your decision. And I know that in this month, you will be favored in Jesus' mighty name. Let's pray. Everlasting Father God in heaven, I thank you for your word that has come to us at this time. I pray for the hearers that you would preserve this word in their hearts and that Lord of God in heaven, the enemy would not choke it up with the issues of this life, but rather when they are tested, they will be victorious in the name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen.